0: Well, tell me about your market outlook and how you're feeling overall. George, what are you thinking here?
1: Uh, the market recently, Nicole, it's been like the old Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali fight. Uh, the thrill in Manila. You know, one person would be pummeling the other, and then uh, the tables would be turned. Uh, nobody was clearly dominant. And, and the market, for quite a while now, for a f- couple of months, it has been uh, a standoff. Now, the Thrall in Manila ended in the 14th round when Muhammad Ali knocked out Joe, Joe Frazier. Uh, it, it, they were you know, fighting evenly, and suddenly, boom, it went one way. And I think that's what investors and traders are both looking at in the market right now. Uh, it's It's been up one day, down the next, trading on uh, employment news or COVID news, uh, uh, interest rate news, but with no clear trend or direction. And so we're that sort of market coils like a spring and is probably on the verge of breaking out one way or the other so you've got to be right is it going to break out up or is it going to break out down and for quite a while now uh investors and traders really don't know do you have a guess what's your guess uh, i i I'm, I'm going to give you actually not a trader's guess but a portfolio manager's guess uh it's not a time to be out of the market. Uh, there are a lot of risks. Uh, multiples are high. The bull market is old. I think that the fang stocks, the big tech stocks like, like Apple, are tired. They're tired. They're, they're, they're aging. They're very strong companies. But I think that the next move in the market will be upward but repositioned. Uh, In other words, the stocks, the Nasdaq stocks, the the big fangs that have been the leaders for several years are no longer going to be the leaders and that the upside in the market is going to come from a whole new group of stocks, uh, small tech, new tech amongst them uh, and others. So the next move will be up, but uh, with a portfolio that has to be positioned very differently than what's been uh, right for the last several years.
0: What do you think about what you were talking about with technology? I noticed uh, in your notes you talked about there's been a, obviously we saw a shift away from tech, particularly in September, right? When people started to shun growth a little bit um, as a portfolio manager or someone who uses some strategy for the long term, what are your thoughts there on investing in tech or um, some part of tech?
1: Uh, I, I, l- let me uh, focus on your some part of tech. Uh, when I say new tech stocks, I think there are one or two sectors of, of the tech business that will clearly do very, very well. Uh, number one, uh, educational technology stocks, uh laureate uh, of uh, being, being one of them uh, and several other of the home learning based but now high quality technology driven education stocks. And secondly, as what I think is a sure bet in one sense, the uh uh cybersecurity stocks. They are nearly as expensive as the big tech stocks or a lot of the others. But if you see an area where there's sure to be growth in demand in in, in revenues and earnings, then, then probably uh the cybersecurity stocks rank right at the very top. And rather than picking any one individual stock, I probably say buy the, the, the one of the big ETFs, hack is one of them. Uh, as a way to participate in cybersecurity.
0: Yeah, I know you had um, some things that you did like, right, hack with cybersecurity, which is obviously a fast-growing market and, um, and much needed, right? A very, very important role that it plays in our society and business with hack and cybersecurity. So that was something that you had on your list. You also turned your attention to oil and gas um, you thought there were some, there was some room to benefit in that area. Could you explain, George? Well, uh,
1: in, the, in the segment just before this, uh, it, it was noted that Occidental Petroleum is is today, is today uh, up quite nicely. I think that yeah. there is a very high probability that the fracking stocks, although they're up, are still way behind the market. Uh, I read an article just the other other day saying oil rig counts aren't up very much. The frackers aren't going to be quick to get back to to drill wells. That the banks are going to be hesitant to, to lend to them. With with oil uh, domestically, WTI, uh, any place above yeah. 70, 60, 70 dollars per barrel, that's just rubbish. It's nonsense. The the frackers will be back, and the only thing that's retarding them is will the banks lend, yeah. lend to them. Banks will be quick to lend to them. The fracking stocks look to be very cheap no matter what happens to the rest of the market.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me get a quick thought on Jack in the Box. Um, you know, it's very mainstream. People know what it is. And it trades more like Texas Roadhouse and Cheesecake Factory. It's not a Chipotle Mexican grill, but it's doing well. Impossible Burger Monster, Ta- and these Monster Tacos. Um, is this a name you like for a longer-term play?
1: Yeah, Jack in the Box has... Two characteristics that I think put it above and beyond the rest of the fast food re- uh, fast food retailers. Uh, number one, its advertising campaigns are very distinctive, and they've got a group of new ads coming out that I think will catch eyeballs and drive those eyeballs to the Jack in the Box. Uh, restaurants secondly they they've got a new chicken sandwich in elegantly named cluck i mean i don't know where they came up with the name Mm -hmm. but the sandwich is marvelous it's getting great reviews the stock is statistically cheaper than the rest uh the multiple uh is low and apt to increase and whether or not you like the name cluck the sandwich is going to sell big the stock appears to be uh distinctly undervalued. I was going to say
0: dramatically, but at least distinctly undervalued, Nicole.